Hey everybody, this is Joshua T. Berglund, the host of Gratitude Unfiltered. Thank you so much for being here. We are live on the E360 television network, which is broadcast on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram TV, Apple TV, Amazon Fire, and Roku. Thank you again for being here. If you have the opportunity, please like, subscribe, and share with friends. This is an interactive broadcast, so your comments, your opinions, your questions, your feedback, your criticism, <laughs> any, whatever it is, you are welcome to do it here. Also, make yourself at home. If you have the opportunity, um, please, please network, make friends. You're welcome to plug your nonprofits, your business, because again, this is a community and we are just blessed to have you here. Welcome to Gratitude Unfiltered. Saudi kind of day. How's everyone doing? <laughs> Will Saudi ever get old? I don't think so. Oh man. What's up, everyone? This is Gratitude Unfiltered, and I'm your host, Joshua T. Berglund. So blessed to see you guys tonight. Uh, as, as the promo said, we are live on the E360 network and we're being broadcast right now uh, live in Bloomington, Minnesota at the Element by Weston Hotel. Uh, anyway, so I keep moving spots because I like changing things up. It's kind of fun finding different angles and doing a little bit different thing. And I'm going to be honest with you today, not going to be very inspiring. <laughs> like, I'm going to literally talk out of my butt the entire episode. Um, because sometimes that's what gratitude unfiltered is. The fact is this, I'm not feeling inspiring today. I'm not, and that's okay. I don't have to be inspiring all the time. One of the, uh, this is my passion. Like there's nothing I enjoy doing more than gratitude unfiltered. It makes me happy, like beyond belief. And even on the days that I don't feel like doing it, the days that I don't feel like being very inspiring, um, you know, like I still want to do it because it is kind of sometimes just it feels good to talk. And one of the things that with the mistakes that I always made earlier in my life was that, you know, the days I didn't feel like talking, I wouldn't talk. And the problem for for me, and I don't know if you guys are out there, if any of you are like that, um, but sometimes you just need to talk. But like when I shut down or I just don't, I just kind of maybe get in my head or kind of get lost. Like I don't feel like doing much else. And and I'm admittedly, one of the things for me, I'm a, I'm a routine person. Like I love my routine. I do the same thing every day until I don't. And the days that I don't, it's a weird adjustment for me. And it affects me in ways that I can't even begin to tell you, uh, which is so silly. And I, but I really believe in routines, but I'm right now I'm working on a new routine because look there, I, I had, a, okay. So let me back up real quick. My routine is this. When I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is I hit play on the Bible app and I listen to the Bible app and, and I, until I just start to feel like I've gotten a word, I've gotten something. What's up, Stephen, Todd, Julie, good to see you guys. And I wait. And I wait till I get a word. And then after that, I go read a devotional. And then I listen to a sermon after that. And then I go to the gym. I do this every single day. Well, 
Oklahoma just opened their gyms back, but then I left and came to Minnesota and the gyms aren't open here. And I'm learning the art of the workout at home. <laughs> and I have this nasty aggression that needs to come out every single morning. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's that I have crazy dreams. It, it, I don't know. But I have a nasty aggression in the morning. And that's why I love to lift weights. And like, whatever, I can get it out. Like right now, I'm like trying to do it with balancing on a ball and doing squats and push-ups. And it's not getting rid of the energy that I have right now. And I'm just being honest. Like, and so like, I couldn't get in the headspace. Like I typically, there's this website called, uh, here, I'll show it to you. I'm going to put the link in the article now. Or not in the article, in the comments. Check this out. Okay. So there's this really cool website called Scrib. And you can get articles. I just put it in the chat for you guys. Uh, for you on Facebook, you can see it. It's just really cool. It, it's You can get access, PDF format of any book. There's articles. There's really great information. And... Typically, I'll go to that and read it earlier in the day. I kind of read it after my quiet time while I'm at the gym. And, and God shows me, like, hey, this is what I want you to talk about. Cool. Well, today, I put the comment in there today, or what I was going to talk about with the list. And honestly, I don't really feel like talking about it. <laughs> because it would be completely inauthentic for me to sit here and read this that it, it like, it, I can feel it, and I'm not going to do something just to do it. I'm not that guy. So you know what? I'm just going to like talk about random stuff. So I went for a walk today. I can't run. I got bad feet. I'm working on it. I picked up soccer a couple years ago like a dummy, and I got bad shoes because I didn't know that you should probably buy good soccer cleats to play soccer. And I started playing soccer with some of these doctors. Uh, a bunch of Persian doctors in Newport when I lived there. Well, I jacked up my feet and they've never recovered. <laughs> so now I can't run. So I was walking today, Jessica and I were walking and looking at all of these buildings around here that are abandoned, the Mall of America. The Mall of America is like one of the biggest malls, maybe the biggest mall, probably top five in the world maybe, I don't know, I'm assuming, but it's gigantic and it's empty. Try to go in there today. Security, the doors were open, and security stopped. Stopped us. And was like, where are you going? I'm like, uh, I was just walking around. <laughs> Wanted to check it out. And no, got shut down. But all of these businesses, all of these hotels, like everything is, is a, like gone. It's like it's abandoned. And I just blew my mind, like how things are different. Like what if, what if? We don't go back to church. I mean, I know that some places have opened up church, but I still keep seeing that, like I try to avoid the news, but I still keep seeing that there's people, like the, the virus counts, the death counts, all that stuff is going up and we're opening things up again. That doesn't even make sense. But like, what if they don't open gyms again? Like what if they should just shut them down and then become permanent? What am I gonna do then? I gotta get a new routine. Like I need with everything in me. What's up, Virginia? Good to see you. I need to. I need to get 
past this not being able to lift and throw stuff around, I need to find a different way to get rid of my aggression. So what kind of suggestions do you guys have? I'm stuck here. So also another thing that's random. I just saw this on my phone. Have you guys ever heard of an app called... This is not like a real show. Like literally, I'm just talking to talk because I need to clear my head. It's called the pattern. Have you guys ever seen this app? So this is what I this is what I just read, like three minutes before the show started. The next few days are an important time to question what ideals and practices you hold to be true. Yikes. This energy comes once every 18 months. And the intention is to highlight whether you or others are stuck in outdated thinking or beliefs. That could be with anything, right? What's up, Mona? Good to see you. It's especially important now to examine both your past ideals and your wishes for the future as the world around you is changing because of unforeseen circumstances. Right now, it could feel like there's a lot of information coming in about how to move forward. It can feel confusing, like you're living in a reality where everything goes. Some of the, and oh, back to that point, does it feel like to you guys that there's a new rule book being written? Seriously, it seems like the rules, like everything that we've been told about how things are to be has been flipped on its head. Business strategy. I, I don't. I don't foresee like the traditional sales approach ever working again. I don't foresee. What's up, Linda? Good to see you. Like everything's changing. Church is changing. Like what? Like again? It, but it, what if we don't go back in a church building again? Well, of course the church would change, but is that even a bad thing? Like, are these changes even bad? I know a lot of people have lost their jobs and things like that. And there's people that have lost their lives and there's a lot of people that have been affected. But like some of these life changes that we're being forced to make, or is it forced? Are we choosing to? Some of it feels forced. Some of it feels like a choice whether to accept it or not. But are they all bad? The thing I can't get over, I told you, by the way, there's no subject to the show. I'm just going through like a list in my brain. Like whatever comes in my brain, I'm going to talk about. I think about this movie called The Lawnmower Man. Do you guys ever seen The Lawnmower Man? It's, um, it's a really strange movie. Um, it's based on a book by Philip K. Dick. And like the Terminator Minority Report, Philip K. Dick was a modern day prophet. This is back in the 50s, and he wrote books about the future. Well, if you've saw Minority Report, that technology is out now. The Terminator, Google has a robot army. <laughs> like, I mean, like all of these things are coming true, right? But there was a scene in Lawnmower Man. Okay, Julie's seen it. There's a scene in the Lawnmower Man. Where, and I remember, this is my child brain here, but I seem to remember him with that virtual reality helmet on. And, you know, he kind of got lost in the AI world, the world of AI. And you got to think, 
we're we're separated even when we can get together we're you know you need to be six feet apart like how long does social distancing last i mean if you read the news they're saying that wearing masks is the norm like this is a thing so we might as well bling out our mask i should have worn my misfit mask but like are we morphing is this the process of morphing into ai because we get lonely and you know ai and what it can do and it's trick the brain and it makes you think that it's real but maybe it is real maybe everything in the li this life is kind of an illusion could be like we're in some kind of what's it called like a hologram have you guys ever heard those conspiracies those are fun I find this interesting like are we morphing now into technology is this what's next do we have do we get to create a new norm and if we have ready player one yeah exactly what if what if we get instead of like we have to create a new norm what if we get this opportunity where like everything is kind of leveled out and normal what if we get to create the new world we want to live in what if we have that opportunity Our thoughts create our reality. Words have power. We could theoretically speak this into existence, right? We could create this with our languages, so we could create a new reality. I find this all fascinating. Do you know what's also interesting? That in the Bible, in Daniel, where they're talking, in Daniel, where they're doing the prophecy for the end times. They actually talk about man merging with machine. Um, I, I actually should, I want to find the professor that revealed that, but I'd like to have him on the show sometime. I find all this stuff fascinating, but I'm going to finish reading this. Hold on. Okay. It could be hard to tell which solutions are truly helpful and which are merely opportunistic given the uncertainty today seems like a lot of people that are opportunists right now is that even bad though unless I mean if you're if you're doing it for the right reasons right right now you could feel like there's a lot of information coming in about how to move forward it can feel confusing like you're living in a reality where everything goes some of the data products or protocols you're hearing about may not seem to have a higher purpose it could be hard to tell which solutions are truly helpful and which are merely opportunistic given the uncertainty today. Try to sort through what you perceive and select only what you find meaningful. That's actually good wisdom. On the bright side, you may feel a sense of freedom because of so many or so many possibilities are appearing now. How many of you that are watching right now feel like there's a lot of opportunities presenting themselves for you? Are you seeing a lot of opportunities? I know I have. I mean, I've been on a creative flow like you wouldn't believe. It's been amazing. I don't feel very creative right now. I think I used all those brain cells earlier designing t-shirts. Oh, and by the way, thank you. Hold on. You guys, seriously, we've been selling the heck out of these things. Pull, where, pull it up. Why is it not showing? Those t-shirts. We made tank tops too. There's the front. But we made tank tops, and I don't have those on here right now. But 
we made that and you guys have been buying them thank you for that and by the way all of the profits go to my brother's keeper in oklahoma city it's an amazing organization and you watch the show you've heard me talk about my brother's keeper and you've probably seen the interviews with some of the men and women from there that so cool thank you for that i, I really really appreciate you guys doing that and if you're interested in the t-shirts um the links in the comments here on facebook and youtube thank you for that but yeah are you guys feeling more creative right now or are you feeling like there's a lot of opportunities that are presenting themselves or do you feel like you're stuck do you feel like the opportunities have gone away very curious about your feedback we need to create hold on we need to create communities that can be sustainable you know what that's actually interesting thank you linda it's interesting that you say that so a couple weeks ago, I came on and did a live talking about the um, talking about it's time to build a team, and that was just really a step into faith. And I like I knew that it was something that that was time and needed to do that. And of course, the response was terrific. It was amazing. We've talked to some amazing people, um, you know. And but as as the days went on. And the more prayer and the more revelation discovered that it's kind of crazy, but I started a company several years ago that failed. Like it failed miserably. Um, it failed to the point that it actually didn't quit being existence. I just quit you doing it. Like it just let it kind of just sit there. But when God gave me the original vision for live mana worldwide, it um, like it was really, really exciting. But I lived in Oklahoma at the time. And I thought, I don't know anything about media. I don't know anything about TV or film or anything, but I just had this vision for it. And he gave me a name and live, live, like, you know, live not to die, Mana, M-A-N-A, which is a, a Polynesian word for power, source power, godly power, universal power, worldwide, because it was a global vision. And I've had the global vision since I was young. It just kind of sat there for the last few years, like not doing anything. And then when I found out that I was going to be able to get nonprofit status, all of a sudden Live Mono Worldwide became a reality again. Like it came back to life, but this time as a nonprofit media company. And so you talking about, where'd you go? Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Um, where'd that comment go? Oh, sustainable communities. One of the things that we're doing, it's so Live Mono Worldwide will be the nonprofit. Gratitude and Filter will be underneath it. But one of the things that we're going to do is we're going to utilize the media and all of the different things that, you know, I understand how to do with the product placement, the branding, product development. Uh, of course, the TV side, the entertainment side, film side. <clears throat> and without going into too much detail, we're going to be a company that helps support people that, you need those kind of resources and give them away. So ministries, nonprofits, we're going to help them with the intellectual property that we have, be able to get the resources they need. Because frankly, you know, having products like the t-shirts, like I, you know, that we showed, look, I don't, I don't think the new ministry can sit there and just ask for like, here, give us money. I don't, I don't, I haven't, I don't really even believe in that mindset anyway. 
if if somebody's going to make a donation, I I believe that they should get something back in return. So the T-shirts is one of the ideas of how to raise money for my brother's keeper, and you know you get something cool in return for your donation. That that seems kind of awesome, but I believe that there's ministries out there. You, you think about the most powerful ministries in the world. Like I'll, I'll I'll be honest with you. Like I Life Church in Oklahoma City and the resources that they give people all over the world is so inspiring. But very few mega churches like that, and from my experience, are really in the trenches doing the dirty work to help the people that need the truth of Jesus, the, the truth of his message, the love of Jesus, the that transformational power that you get through surrendering your life to Jesus. It's those smaller ministries that are in the trenches. It's the ones that believe in healing and deliverance. You can't advertise doing deliverance on. Can you imagine if you saw a commercial on TV and you see a pastor going, and then all of a sudden he's like, poof. Like, you're going to lump him in with like Benny Hinn, right? And. Or people aren't going to understand it. Like when people hear tongues, they freak out. And like you can't advertise that kind of stuff. But the cool thing is, is technology is the great equalizer. Because I think when you have the opportunity to hear the actual message, and you hear, and, and, you, and you're able to, you know, I just believe that technology is this great equalizer where there's a way to kind of humanize those kind of things because a prayer language is a real thing. And I know people make fun of talking in tongues and it's easy to crack jokes at it. And it's easy, but when you see people lay hands on others and they fall out, look, you can believe I may, I don't know anything about Benny Hen, but I can tell you right now, it's the trippiest thing in the world to have the Holy Spirit fly through your fingertips and, 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 and light somebody up. It's a trip. Like it's, and it's real. Like I'm not, and look, and here's the thing for the Holy Spirit to flow through you. It's not like you have to be in ministry for 30 years. It doesn't work that way. I was scared to death when my pastor asked me to come up and pray for the first time in front of the church. I'm like, what? I'm not a pastor. Like I barely know how to pray out loud for people. And <laughs> like I'm nervous and I'm like, oh, okay. And then I tried to pray and I, 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 like, how do you fail at praying? But I'm so competitive. Like I can go to a yoga class. I, if I'll go to yoga, if you ever go do, do yoga with me, I'm going to try to beat you in yoga, which makes no sense. Like, that's how competitive I am. It makes no sense for me <laughs> to compete in yoga. I But, like, I see some tiny girl balancing one leg, and, you know, I better not reveal, uh, lift my leg up too high. Evidently, I have holes in my crotch that I didn't know. And uh, I showed everybody. And, by the way, these jeans... So, so I'm skipping around. Bear with me. Um, I took a photo yesterday and um, my fly was undone and I left it on Facebook and Instagram. I probably should take it down. 
but I like the photograph. And what are you guys doing looking at my fly anyway? Just curious. Anyway, back to the Holy Spirit. It was so embarrassing. So, I was so I'm, I'm competitive in yoga. I'm competitive in anything. And, but I remember like praying for over somebody and I was like, well, why didn't they fall out? And it was embarrassing. Like I was like, well, this is fake. This is such bull crap. This isn't real. <laughs> and, and so, and then anyway, the next week I got called back up and I was scared to death. I was sweating. I was so nervous. Like, what am I going to do? And I was like, well, I guess I'm going to pray. My Holy Spirit, help me out here. I, got, I don't know what I'm doing, but I know you're real. So I laid hands on somebody. And instead of praying and trying to use my language, because I didn't know what to say. Like, sometimes people come up to you in a prayer line, and they just look at you like a lost puppy. Like, I'm like, what, are you my psychic? Am I supposed to know what to pray for you? Like, <laughs> I'm probably if I'm I may be completely in, inappropriate and out of line right now, but these are this is just I'm being real with you. So whatever. Like I'm like, what? Why? I mean, like literally, come to a prayer line. Okay, do you want me to pray for you? Like, what am I supposed to pray about? And they were saying nothing. They were just looking at me with these eyes, like, help me. I'm like, oh boy. And so I just use my prayer language, and this woman. I swear to you, goes, oh, I hit the TV. <laughs> There's this, the <laughs> so, this woman flies back. Like, I swear to you, it was like she had a, a bungee cord on her back. I'd never seen anything like it. And like, and she just dropped. I'm like, what? And I felt it in... I got to imagine like what Wolverine feels like when he has his knives come out of his fingers. This is what it was like, but it was like the Holy spirit, like shot through my arm and through my fingers and knocked the person over. I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's real. I saw, I've seen it face up so many times. Like fate. I've seen people fall out and, but I never believed it was real until it happened through me. I'm like, oh my gosh. And look, I believe in demons. I believe in angels. I believe in all that stuff. Again, I've been possessed. I get it. But the whole falling out thing, I didn't believe, did not believe it was real until it happened through me. And it's a trip. And then I discovered what being drunk on the Holy Ghost is. That's a real thing, too. And it's just like, I think about all this stuff. I'm like, what else do we not know? I mean, I think about all the years I spent in church. No one, no one talked about that stuff. No one barely even mentioned the Holy Spirit, much less falling out, prayer language, any of that stuff. So it's fascinating. And then here you have the world getting flipped up on, on its head. And you just got to know that there's something happening in the spiritual realm that is far crazier than what's happening here on earth, right? Like the air over the atmosphere in the natural, it feels like 
right now on top of our heads there's bad angels and good angels at war that's what it feels like does that feel like that to anyone else and maybe i'm having just too vivid of dreams but it has that feel like it when they talk about the spiritual battle that takes place it's not the you know the weapons of the world it's the spiritual battle that we're really in i find this to feel more real and true than ever and so in that respect it makes me believe that's why we don't have to fear the fact that some of us have lost jobs that's why we don't have to fear this change that's happening i mean other than being sick what if dying right now was a blessing for some people wars and diversion yeah happy tuesday sharon but what if what if dying for some people was actually a blessing? What if they weren't equipped to handle what's coming and it was to prevent their suffering? I don't know. I mean, that sounds kind of cruel, right? But is it possible that that's true? And what if the people that are still here well, you've heard the expression, some of us, you know, we were born for such a time as this. Maybe we're in a new New Testament. And we're characters in the Bible. What if that? What if dying is always a blessing, Sharon says? That's, yeah. That, to me, you know, Miles Monroe you know, talks about the reason, the only reason why we have time is because there's a cap on when we get to fulfill our purpose. Like there's an end date to it. That's why we have to live every day purposefully and with intention. And dying is, a, could be a reward, especially if you know you're going to heaven. Why would anyone fear death? I will tell you the only thing I truly fear at this point in my life the only thing I fear is falling short of what God created me to do. And the reason I say that's, and that could be like, you could look at that as a generic statement, but the truth is, no. I know what even being outside of five feet of my purpose looks like. It's not pretty. Like, it's a battle for me. <laughs> That's funny, sure. It's a battle for me to adjust to a new, the creation of a new routine. But it's a new routine that's necessary. Had the thought last night, because again, I was like, I just want to lift some heavy weight and get rid of this aggression. And it came to me last night. Like, well, my dream is to travel the world. Like, I want to live out of hotels for, I could live out of hotels for years and traveling and serving 
getting to do Gratitude Unfiltered, helping people with nonprofit media company. Sounds like the perfect life to me. Really? I mean, The Rock travels with his gym, which is kind of amazing. I mean, I could wish for that, and I don't put limits on God. But I do know this, like I value the gym a lot. So maybe God's trying to teach me right now something about that. My relationship with the gym and fitness and working out, like maybe it's better for me to get more creative and find ways to work out in my hotel room since I can't access the amazing gym at the Element by Weston Hotel. They have an amazing gym here that I can't use. Every day it mocks me. Ha ha, perfect gym equipment. Haha, <laughs> you can't use me. That's what it feels like. Not much into fear, but that a good fear to have, Mayor. The fear of falling short of God's purpose. I believe that that is a good fear. <laughs> All in God's timing. That's right. I really like that. What if dying is always a blessing? I like that. So, like I said, I came in with the intention of doing a show called The List, but I didn't feel like it was being authentic to do that. So that's why I just started talking. But just to give you an idea of what it is, I'll share it with you anyway. <clears throat> and maybe me saying this will, you know, I'll tell you something really quick. I'm not one for faking enthusiasm. I don't fake it. Like, if I'm not feeling it, I'm not feeling it. You know, like I told you before when I started this broadcast, I'm not feeling inspiring today. I'm not feeling like dropping knowledge on everybody. That's just not where I'm at, you know, and we're not doing an interview right now. So just kind of been like talking out what was in my head. You know what? And it's okay to rest. You can still be passionate about something and not be perfect every day or not be, I mean, yeah, it's okay to be human. There's nothing wrong with it. And you know what? And even though I'm not like full of energy and enthusiasm right now, like there's still nothing I'd rather be doing. Talking to you guys. My thesis for my first degree was based on the relationship between death anxiety and religiosity. Wow. Looking at comparisons between young people and older people. That's interesting. I believe that everyone is getting some kind of affirmation about truth right now, whether it's in dreams, whether it's just a feeling that you're experiencing. Dreams and visions for me have been enhanced big time. Getting them for other people. Oh, you know what? Speaking of that. So hold on, I'm gonna show you. Can I do this? Can you see? See that area right there? You can't see it. Unfortunately, that's a coffee shop that just went out of business, which is really sad because those owners are amazing. But that's a big patio right there. So one of the things that I've always wanted to do, because you know, you've seen the gratitude unfiltered I do at the church and at the live audience. But one of the other things that I really want to do is create like a party atmosphere and do a show, which is kind of funny because at first, you know, distractions kind of drove me crazy and all that. But like, I want to set up, I want to have a DJ, I want to do a live broadcast. Like when they do those on-site, um, on-location broadcast, I mean, even though I'm technically doing it, 
but I want to do it and have live music and catered food and then support a local nonprofit. So that idea came to mind last night. And so we started hitting up management about doing it here because the government opens everything back up the 18th. So I think we're going to try to put together a gratitude unfiltered party at this hotel. And again, have live music, catered food, and have all the proceeds go to, um, there's a local food pantry in Bloomington. Like we're going to go support them or something. Sounds kind of fun, right? And it would just be kind of, I don't know, different. It'd be fun. Who knows who we could get to come out? So we may try to do that. Oh, actually, we're not going to may try to do it. We're going to keep, you know, throwing stuff in there to see if we can make it happen. But doing a live party version of Gratitude Unfiltered would be kind of cool. I mean, done it in a church. Why can't I make that a church? I could make that a church. I could do that. I mean, there's fireplaces out there. There's grills. You guys all saw yesterday, I can grill. But we're going to have a cater, too. I don't know. We can make that work. That sounds fun. Yeah, there you go, Sharin. Yeah, Toronto is like this short flight to Minneapolis. I've researched my dreams for years. They help me make decisions that I can't move on. Ooh, that's good. Interesting. Is anyone else like Linda? I think that's fascinating. Uh, that's what I love about the show, Joshua, from day one. The fact that you allow, there's an authenticity, a natural flow. Thank you for that. That would be cool if you flew out, Sharon. We haven't met yet. No, we're going to. Who else wants to fly out to Minneapolis and come to a gratitude unfiltered party? That would be fun. It would be a lot of fun. We had, um, I'm just talking now. So, like I said, this is not inspirational. So last night, you know, grilled and uh, grilled some chicken and steak, made fajitas, grilled, grilled the tortillas, grilled cucumbers. That's an actual thing, come to find out. Did it on accident. <laughs> and uh, But we got to hang out with uh, the, the managers of the hotel. We broke bread with them and had, like, the best time. La there's laughs and, and it was so much fun. Like, I mean, literally, we had the tables... There's tables right behind me and like a spread, like it was Thanksgiving. It was so much fun. We just hung out in the lobby and were loud and obnoxious and it was so terrific. I gotta tell you, sometimes it's good to be, I, I personally feel like sometimes you just gotta be obnoxious. If you're feeling a little rowdy, there's nothing wrong with being obnoxious. Last night we got to be obnoxious and it was fun. It was a nice release. Enjoyed it. I'm really grateful that this hotel, they, it's been a lot of fun. I mean, having the opportunity to come broadcast here and the staff has been amazing. Love the room. Um, it's, it's been awesome. Like this is a cool, cool city. So anyway, I'm going to read the thing now. I'm going to, and then I'm going to shut up and go, go home. So the culture of heaven is founded on celebration. Think about that. Why do you? Why do we praise and worship? Why? It opens the gates of heaven, right? So the culture of heaven is founded 
It's in the blueprints, the DNA, it's the mission statement. The culture of heaven is founded on celebration. This excerpt from the mind of a saint Saturday morning session titled Capturing the Thoughts of God will give you about a hundred reasons to celebrate. Actually, maybe I should have read this at the beginning of the show. Okay, you ready for this? <clears throat> so your standing is who you are in Jesus. Your confession of all that God wants to be for you and all that God wants to do for you. So your standing is, this is what you're standing on, this is who you are in Jesus. That you're a new creation. Sometimes we don't feel like one, but we are. <laughs> You're a people for his possession. Your royal priesthood. Your kings, your queens, your kingdom citizens. You're alive to God. All grace abounds towards you. All sufficiency is in you through him. You have everything you need. You're anointed. Hmm. You're the apple of God's eye. As he is, so are we in this earth. You're baptized into one spirit. You're baptized into Christ and his death. You're being perfected. I love this. Do you know why I love this? You're being perfected. Perfection is a process. Becoming Christ-like Christ-like is a journey. You don't get it in one dose. You don't, you know, give your life to Christ in a jail cell and then all of a sudden your life is perfect. No, it doesn't happen that way. It's a journey. It's a process. You're going to screw up. You're going to mess up. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to be flawed. You're going to lose your temper. You're going to be short. You're going you're gonna to still lie. You're still going to curse. You, you, you're st still going to stare too long at a really attractive human being <laughs> like you know but you're being perfected especially like the more you can surrender and die to yourself the more perfect you will be because the more christ-like you will become you are the beloved you are blameless you are blessed you're blessed with all spiritual blessings Ooh, I like that. You've got bold access to the throne of God. That's something else. Why do we, why? Why do we come to God like a bunch of sissies? Seriously. We, I, I, I think a lot of us do that. Coming to God, begging, weak. Like, I believe that we humble ourselves before God, but there's nothing about being humble that's weak. I think we get to come to God with strength and authority. Didn't, didn't he give us that authority? I mean, I could be wrong. And God knew that we could do all of that. He made us complete. Rebirths, amazing. <laughs> we are all, yes. Christ indwells you with all his fullness. You are chosen. Woo. 
your chosen generation. How fitting is that right now? We're a chosen generation. We're alive right now. We're this generation. We are all chosen. But here's the thing. Not everybody's going to accept their assignment. Why? Why would you want anything less than all that God has for you? I want it all. I want it all. Like, I may live in a fantasy world sometimes. I may live in a fantasy world as far as dreams and visions and things like that. And I do. I'm an optimist. Like, I'm an idealist. Like, you can bury me six feet and I'm going to find a way out. I just, that's just how I was wired. But I want everything. I don't want to get to heaven and go, oh, you mean I could have done that? No, I want it all now. And I mean, when it God, you know, when the it's God's timing, but like I want it. I want everything he has available for me. Like I want to be completely used up when I'm done. And I know that because serving God has been like a drug, really. The high that I chase for so long, I mean, living in purpose, living in flow, living in line with God's purpose for my life has been the most joyful thing I've ever experienced. It's been amazing. But I'm not any... I don't know. Do I say I'm not any different than anybody else? I mean, because I feel pretty different. <laughs> I definitely feel different. But we're all unique. We're all have an extraordinary purpose. And extraordinary doesn't have to be big and loud. Extraordinary doesn't have to mean you have to have a microphone. But, like, we're all unique. We all have unique purpose. Why wouldn't we want everything God has for us? Like it just, I know what the other way looks like and it sucks. <laughs> like I want all of it. Oh, before I forget, like I love being able just to do this because I don't care if it makes sense or not. Kind of like I don't care that I'm wearing a jeans to have holes in the crotch still. Where am I going shopping at? The mall's closed. I'm not ordering jeans on Amazon. That's insane. And I own two pairs of jeans. I got rid of all my clothes, all of my suits, all of my shoes, all of my, like, I got rid of 98% of my clothes. I donated all of it because when I moved or got to travel, like I just wanted to be able to be ready to go. <laughs> so these are my jeans and they have holes in the crotch. So you're going to have to just deal with it. But anyway, <laughs> segueing from holes in the crotch um, we're going to be creating a, there's going to be a weekly segment uh, on the show where um, somebody from my church, a leader from my church, because even though I'm gone, I'm very much a part of Word of God Church and my brother's keeper, hence the fundraiser we created. But we're going to, I'm going to have a weekly segment, haven't decided on the day or anything like that, where my pastor or Glenn or even David or another leader from the church is going to join me and we're just going to have a, a pop talk or is that a thing? Pop talk. I just made that up. I think I heard that on the radio and try to use it. We're just going to have a chat. 
and it'll be interesting because I find it fascinating. My pastor is a former like top drug dealer in Texas, but for 40 years he served the Lord and um, he's an amazing man. He's fascinating. He's very interesting. And you'll see on all the different platforms that I have, you'll start to see his messages pop up. And But yeah, it, and then Glenn also um, from my church. He's been a friend, a big brother, full of wisdom. I have actually interviewed him. And uh, we're going to do that because I, again, want to stay connected to my church, even though I'm apart. But I love them. And I'm going to be doing Gratitude Unfiltered, Saturday, the Saturday night Word of God version. I'm going to be doing it remotely and we're going to simulcast to the church and they're going to have their live music and all that stuff and then but i'm going to do the word of god version of gratitude unfiltered it's when i preach <laughs> yeah sharon watches support you're a great supporter of that ministry thank you keep using me all up and give me all that is mine amen my mother says you shouldn't beg god but ask for assistance. Yeah, we are human and always learning, growing, a bunch of sissies. Yeah, oh, back to the sissies thing. Yeah, we, we come to God like a bunch of sissies. I don't understand that. God didn't create us to be sissies. I mean, I think that we can be authentic, or we should be authentic and vulnerable. And when we're weak, yeah, he's strong, but we just lay it at his feet. We surrender it. And sometimes it's okay, like I'm tired. Father, help me rest. Help me rest. Renew my spirit. It's funny how the body can be tired, but the spirit can just be very much alive and awake. Because it's weird. Like, I'm physically drained. Like, I just don't feel my physically feel myself because I haven't been able to. It's a three-hour drive for you, Todd. Sorry, jumping back. I physically feel myself, but. It's funny when you start talking about Jesus, how like things just come to you, regardless of how you feel. Maybe I should have uh, had the Holy Spirit when I was in school. Maybe I would have done better. Would you, do you think the Holy Spirit would help you cheat on a test? Not cheat on a test, sorry. Let me correct that. Do you think the Holy Spirit would help you pass a test? Like if you were in high school and you didn't study and you were to go, Holy Spirit, think for me. And then you try to take your trigonometry test. Do you think you'd pass it? Do you think the Holy Spirit helps with that? <laughs> oh, okay. I'm done. <laughs> I want to eat. What is today? Today's May 5th. Today's May 5th. I made tacos last night, but I think I'm going to eat tacos again because it's Cinco de Mayo, 15 days before my birthday, 41 years old. I, I shaved my head today and because uh, it was getting a little bit longer, I'm white-headed. I was born white-headed with like a toe head, white hair, like my shirt. And I looked in the mirror today and I was like, oh my gosh, it's now like all gray. No more salt and pepper, all gray. 
the culture of heaven is hold on um what did i say the culture of heaven everything works in your favor you're entrenched in all knowledge you're faithful you're a friend of christ you're fruitful you're get you're gifted you're given all things you're the habitation of god Ooh, i like that god inhabited himself inside of me he's at work in you he is for you not against you boy if people just realize that one you change their life forever you are his fullness you are his possession you are his you are a holy nation the kingdom of god is within you heaven do you ever think do you ever wonder how much more there is for God to reveal to you? Do you ever sit and wonder all the possibilities? Like, what if what if a new New Testament is written about our life now? Like, what if someone goes, you got a revelation, you got a word, right? You got a word. And in that word, it said you are part of the new New Testament. You're part of the new world that they refer to at the Bible, the new heaven and new earth. You are part of that. And a now a new, new testament is being written. How would you live your life? Would you change if you knew a new New Testament was being written right now and you could be a Joshua or a Sarah or a Mary or would you change how you lived your life? If you knew that they were going to write about you in the Bible. Can I share something probably a little insane? When I was going through all the stuff that I was dealing with, like all of my issues, and we don't even have to get, if you really want to know all of my issues that I had and what Jesus delivered me from, <laughs> you can watch my testimony. It's called the testimony of Joshua T. Berglund. I'm not going to go into it right now. We don't have time. But every time that I hit the wall, hit a rock bottom, which was about 50 of them, one of the things that got me up, other than seeing a vision of what was possible, was this weird belief that I was a character in the New New Testament. I don't know if that's blasphemous for me to say, but like, or weird or kooky or delusional. I don't know. I've been said, I've been told I was delusional most of my life. So nothing would surprise me, but come to find out half the things that I was supposedly delusional on, I was actually right about. It's one thing about being a seer. It's like you're way ahead of everybody else, but you also get to look like an idiot at the same time. Anyway, do you ever think I'm so, <laughs> I never studied at school only as a mature student, didn't understand I could study and have a social life also. Um, Virginia, I don't know what that was. I'm really, really sorry, but I'll look for it. Um, well, listen, I've literally babbled for an hour and um, sometimes that'll happen. Sometimes I'm not always going to have a point, but uh, I hope you enjoy it anyway. <laughs> And no, thinking I'm 
I don't. Is it? Do I really think I'm a character in the New New Testament, or is that a mode of inspiration? Like, why would I even have that thought? Like, why would that thought? Is that a form of narcissism, or is that a revelation? Cats out of the bag now. God bless. Peace out. Oh. Hi, babes. So today I'm going to be showing you how I apply my false eyelashes using the new I Am Conchita eyeliner glue with this amazing tool called the Lash App. So grab your tools, measure out your eyelashes. Thank you, I Am Conchita, for sponsoring the show. <laughs> I don't feel like playing the commercial right now. But if you want to apply fake lashes at five seconds or less, go to IamConchita.com and use promo code WELCOME10 to save 10%. God bless. Peace out.